Last time on the New Noise Podcast. The idea here is to team up. If you join Unreal Records, that's our label. Then together we can continue to drum up interest in our cause and get more and more people to join. And before we know it, bam! Industry construct torn down. I'm completely and totally all in. After a quick pitch, Joanne joins the ranks of Hunter and Max in Unreal Records. Tina, however, not as quick to warm up to the idea. Cool. Sounds hard. It's going to be the most difficult, most grueling, most all-consuming uphill climb of your entire life. If that sunny outlook doesn't make you want to join up, I don't know what will. But... After sharing a tiny moment of vulnerability with Max... You think we're a parachute, but who knows? You might pull that ripcord and out pops a big old sandbag full of anvils. What then? Then we fall together. As well as partaking in a mentally clarifying exercise with the rest of the gang... I got a big old bag of mushrooms in my room that I've been saving for... Just such a tension-ebbing situation as this. Tina eventually comes around. I want to join the collective. Let's go save rock and roll. Exciting stuff. Ranks are bolstered. Cadres are strengthened. You know, etc. Did you need a third one? Do you have one? Not really. Well, that's profoundly unhelpful then. I mean, I just think we should be open with each other. Yeah, okay. Well, I I need to finish this recap. There. Did I accomplish the openness for you? Thank you for being open. Yeah. Okay. This week, we find our newly minted musical foursome playing their first show together at a dive bar. So grab a bar spoon and get ready to dive into a big fucking bowl of rock and roll. What about uh, recruits are recruited? We're done. Okay, stop pitching this. Just produce the show. We're going to change the world. We're going to change rock and roll. So I've got all my patch cables pretty much dialed. I'm good to make some noise in a few if you are. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, so whenever you're ready, we'll just pop our tops off and get the sound check rolling. Uh-huh. Totally. Wow, what is happening? Earth to Joanne. What are you looking at? That glass. It's mesmerizing. What glass? That glass on the table up front. Okay, what is it, iced tea? Some darkly colored liquid. What does it matter what it is? Look at the placement. Oh, yeah, totally. It's so dangerously, dangerously close, close to, the, to edge. the edge. Exactly. Teetering on the precipice. Not the best place for it. And yet, I respect the cavalier approach. Sure. Really makes you wonder. Does it? Well, think about it. This glass. Was it truly abandoned by some daring renegade who cares not for the fate of her beverage? If so, then I'm here for it. And yet, consider the alternative. Is this person in fact virtue signaling? Masquerading is one who lives life on the edge, when in reality, everything they do is calculated. 
inauthentically manufactured to create the appearance of someone who got a Carpe Diem tattoo and didn't come to regret it. Okay, well, I don't think those people exist, but regardless, let's grease the wheels. We gotta check soon. Also, no more Tame Impala for you on the way to shows. I understand. Where are the dudes? I haven't seen either of them the whole time we've been here. Why not verse verse chorus? It establishes the counterpoint melody so much better, and that way the bridge actually makes sense. Look, if you insist on the spoken word refrain, and I know I do. That you do, yes, I'm aware, then one of those verses has to go. Did you not hear what I just said? The oh, shit. Whoops. Well, okay, so I totally spelled that. But the one thing I know we're not supposed to do is cry over it. Anyway, if you can't see the importance of a double verse leading to a bridge section that is actually in the same key center, then I don't know what we're doing! Somewhere in the world there's a chaos theorist inexplicably slipping rapidly into insanity. Alright, alright, I'm totally hearing you. I feel like you're not. But, yep. What if we leave in the double bridge and hit the vocal stab harmonies right before the last double chorus? Then boom! That kicks us into the outro, and we're out of, that's not an asteroid, that's the DMV. And a cool 6.30. In no scenario is 6.30 ever cool. Tell that to Primus. Fish. Tell that to the String Cheese Incident. Every third Steely Dan song. Simon without Garfunkel. Little Feet. That one Red Hot Chili Pepper live set. Every jam band ever. Sea World Instagram post last Sunday, when she was scheduled for brunch and allegedly had a nasty cough. They don't let you that close to Shamu when you have a nasty cough! I know! The dolphins are very impressionable immune system-wise! Never believe a nasty cough. But, you know, for tonight, whatever. It should be fine. It's just a couple local bands. Might as well save on the labor. Ouch. Jesus Christ! Ah. Oh. I gotta go. There's two fucking guys sitting in my office doorway scaring the shit out of me. <laughs> yes, okay, very fucking funny, Mr. Funny Guy, you filthy, disgusting animal. Goodbye. What was so funny? You would not get it. But we're smart. All right, gentlemen, here's the lowdown. Buckle up. Two drink tickets after 48 people, you get 25% of the bar and one, one, Poison on the guest list if they promise to buy two cocktails or more throughout the entirety of the evening. Capiche? I thought we each got two drinks. I said two drinks total for the both of you, and it's only well one and ones and canned domestics. No drafts. It's a wonder you guys are able to stay afloat. What with all the free booze you're just giving away to people. Look, smartass, consider yourself lucky. Last place I worked closed down the very week of the show. Didn't even bother telling the bands. They were just sitting there. Just fucking sitting there. Relative to that, I'm Oprah. By that logic, I'm Oprah. Simply as a result of not breaking contract and canceling a show on my end. I'm Oprah. You are not Oprah. I am Oprah. Motherfucker trying to tell me who I am. I know who I am. Motherfucking Oprah. <laughs>
Okay, but uh, just to touch base, what about sink water? Is there a flat fee, or do you guys prorate it based on how long we hold our heads under the faucet? Dude, he's so far away now. It gets worse every fucking year. Uh, come on, let's go watch the girls check. Sweet. We can have our respective room temp Coors Lattes at the bar. All right. You guys ready to sound check? Yes, sir, Mr. Sound Guy. <clears throat> I'm sorry. I'm sure you have a name and identity outside of being a sound guy. It, it's, it's Kevin. Kevin. Gotcha. I'm a Scorpio. Okay, cool, cool. Good to round out the man who checks the sound. My mother worked as a travel agent until I was five. Then, of course, came the dot-com boom. Lucrative for so many families, detrimental for mine. Dad at the time was going to night school pursuing his dream of becoming an engineer. My mother supported him as long as she could until she couldn't anymore. He took a job as a Walmart greeter to make ends meet. We moved from a two-bedroom apartment to a studio. I can still remember lying in the corner of our apartment, curled up on the futon we had gotten at the Salvation Army, wondering when our lives would normalize. Okay, cool. I used to scream into my pillow, trying to will the clock to turn back with pure emotion, pure sound. My parents drifted apart each trapped in an echo chamber of resentment, framing the other as the reason they were driven to the doorstep of bankruptcy. And no matter how many times I raised my voice, tried to convince them that it was neither of their faults, that they were co-victims of a confluence of unfortunate circumstances, my voice seemed to never break through the ever-widening gap between them. And, at a certain point, I felt as though I would never be heard again. So I bothered. Now, I sit in this booth to make sure that no one ever suffers the same fate I did. From here, I can make their voices as loud and as clear as they want them. Everyone should be heard. So, Kevin. You got it. Ready to check whenever you are. Always gazing at coastline. Dude, 
I know. It's fucking rad. Dude, this is quite the situation. Meet me in the green room. Stack. Oh, uh, we could just walk together. Mm, bet if we stagger. Throw them off our scent. I'll go now. You leave in five seconds. Okay, but I... Yo! <sighs> One alligator. Two alligators. Three alligators. Four alligators. Five alligators. What the... Fuck. Dude. Crisis alert. If I could verbally text you that emoji of the little red light that signifies a crisis, I totally would. I mean, I'll picture it if that helps you. There's no time. Okay, then what? They, they just, they rock so hard. I know. It's great. They might rock harder than us. They might? Well, don't you see how potentially damaging that could be? I mean, we're supposed to be the face, the voice of Unreal Records. I didn't expect to have to deal with a would-be usurper this early in the process. Seriously? That's what you're worried about? You're looking at it all wrong, man. Well, how can we rally others to our cause if we're being outshined by our own subjects? Subjects? Listen to yourself. We're supposed to be playing the part of the rebels, not the monarchs. You used to be a one-for-all guy, but now you're jumping ship right into the Boston Harbor like a big old barrel of tea. No more Revolutionary War metaphors for you. All right, calm down with the decrees there, King George. I pitched Wax Nation without representation as an album title like 76% as a joke. And while it is a dope album name, I fear that you are, figuratively speaking, becoming a one-trick pony. Harsh rhetoric even for a tyrant king. Doors in five, boys. Thank, Thank you, five. five. Look, I'm sorry. You're not a tyrant. I'm just... I think you're letting envy get the best of you on this one. Jealousy is both reasonable and belongs to reasonable men, while envy is base and belongs to the base. For the one makes himself get good things by jealousy, while the other does not allow his neighbor to have them through envy. George Washington? Aristotle. Way to diversify your pony trick portfolio. All I'm saying is is this is a good thing. We were on the brink before we found partners who believe in furthering our cause. And they're really, really talented. And weird. And strangely magnetic. Look, let's not make that into anything other than what it is. A gift. I guess you're right. I'm going to go try to convince the bartender to pour me another warm Coors Latte and watch them play. Do you want to come? I'll be down in a little. Word. Don't be too long. Gotta show our collective made some love. For sure. Hey! Hey! Great set. What about you guys? Fucking electric! You're a very naturally skilled one-upper. Thanks. Tried to get registered as a two-upper to one-up the entire institution of one-upsmanship, but the council rejected my application on the grounds that that was not a thing. Ah, well, they missed out. You could have been the one to break through that very weird, specific glass ceiling. Yeah, they think it's a one-story, but little do they know... Above that ceiling, there's an attic. And I know a thing or two about living in attics. They can be drafty, but sometimes, you know, it's a welcome draft. Hey, speaking of, 
Can I buy you a beer? Oh, thanks. I've got a tab. You sure? First show wasn't a complete atrocity. We should celebrate. I'll have another drink with you, but you don't have to get it. Cool. Yeah, that, that sounds good to me. <clears throat> uh, sir, can we grab two of whatever she's drinking? You got it, buddy. Thanks. You know, for a serial one-upper, you're pretty good at putting yourself down. What do you mean? Well, the show was, according to you, just barely one iota shy of being a complete and utter atrocity. It was good. We're good. We make a good team. And you're not a douche if you admit that. Okay, so what would you call tonight then? An unmitigated success. All right. Yeah, I like that. Here you go. Thanks, you can put them on my tab. You got it. You sneak! Pulling the old initial offer refusal as a cover and then parlaying that into the reverse offer covert drink purchase. Oldest trick in the book. I gotta watch out for you. How about you, Mr. I'm gonna casually drop in a conversation that I've called not one but multiple addicts my home. Talk about a red flag. Should I be offended by this impression of me that you're doing? And also, what is this prejudice against addicts that I so often encounter? An addict is a perfectly fine domicile. For a rodent, maybe. Elitism! Hey, folks, just, you know, watch out! Be forewarned, we got an addicating elitist in our okay, midst! Okay, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> then would you care to expound upon your storied history as an addict dweller? Perhaps try to swing me over to your side of the aisle. I'd love to, but unfortunately Joanne is just very aggressively beckoning us over to her table, so I won't have the time to really dig into the ins and outs. Oh, <laughs> yeah? Yeah, and that's the only reason. Okay, yeah, totally. <laughs> Otherwise, you'd be here for hours. You'd be getting the full presentation. Of course. There's a PowerPoint. I'd be shocked if there wasn't. You've clearly got an ironclad thesis. Hey guys, what's up? Attic PowerPoint? Weird. Totally. Totally. Okay, well, there's someone I want you to meet. This is Jay. Yo, what's up? He came to see the show. Jay, this is Tina. I'm Chante. Hey. Wow, I feel like I've seen you somewhere before. Uh, Maybe we met at one of Joanne's parties? No, 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 no. I try not to go to parties. Parties are places where women are objectified and encouraged to drink to the point where their lowered inhibition levels lead them to decisions that in the cold light of the day they may end up regretting. I go to gatherings only. Okay, well, maybe we met at one of Joanne's gatherings. Maybe. How do you guys know each other? Jay and I went to high school together. We were in the same- Your beer has like an incredibly enchanting taste to it. What is that? Uh, um, it's an IPA? I, I don't know. I think he'll give you a sample. If... Oh no. Thanks, but I'm exclusively sticking to Belgian triples and Belgian style strong ales these days. I mean, you could convince me to get down in a nice dusty farmhouse ale, but that's about where I draw the line. Dusty farmhouse ale? Yes, friend. Dusty farmhouse ale. Okay. Well, that's... What's what's up? I'm Max. Nice to meet you, guy. Guy? <laughs> guy? What pre? 
post-gendered society are we living in here? I'm, I'm sorry, is it three and three quarters years ago? I'm sorry, am I in Bakersfield? My bad, I didn't realize you identified as non-binary. <laughs> identify, Ugh, look at you. Can you identify the wind? Can you identify a stream running through a creek? I don't think those two bodies of water ever intersect. Can you identify a wolf who has strayed from the pack and prefers more personalized and introspective moments of howling at the moon? Never tried. Would probably just check to see if they have balls or not. Think again, partner, because you forgot one thing. It's that lone wolf's right to choose. Well, that's an unimpeachably progressive stance, if slightly absurd from the standpoint of animals being unaware of the construct of gender, but sure. They're aware of more than you or I could ever fathom. Sure, if you're talking about echolocation or a heightened sense of smell, sight, hearing, or awareness, I suppose that's true. I'm just not sure that heightened sense of awareness extends to socio-political awareness. You just don't quite get it yet, amigo. But it's alright. The world is full of both students and teachers. One day it'll all make sense. Cool. Well, I for one feel enlightened. Let'll be a surface. Yo, that's... I know your voice. Are you the lead singer from Consider the Pegasus? Technically, yes, but I prefer to think of myself as a citizen of the world. Okay, well, those two things aren't mutually exclusive. That is so cool. They've been playing your single on KWRK all month. We've been getting some traction, yes. And you know what they say, traction leads to platforms. And hopefully one day I can have a platform that allows me to affect real change. Jay was saying how much he enjoyed the show tonight. Both bands. Yeah, Max. I was also noticing that you utilized your power chords in a kind of meek, frankly, unpowerful way. And I don't know if you want a few pointers on how to really squeeze a little more power out of them. I mean, you follow me after all. That's, they are aptly named that for a reason. You both wouldn't change a thing, except for the lack of name. Banner your talent level, you so desperately need a real name. Sky's the limit for you. People just need a banner to rally around. You give them that banner and they'll be flocking. Mark my words. Wow, thanks. That's... I mean, coming from someone like you, that's really high praise. Absolutely. I mean, you truly deserve it. You're both wildly talented. Again, Max, anytime you'd like me to show you those pointers, buddy, just say the word. Got it. Yeah, sure. I'll shoot you a text and we'll set up a time. Uh, right now, I'm free starting, like, February 31st at 2730. Mm, I really prefer WhatsApp as iMessaging is, well, you know, continuing to deepen the divide between iPhone and Google Samsung users, so... Just keep that in mind when contacting me. I will only reach out to you via previously sanctioned forms of communication. Consent is important. Paramount. I'm gonna go have a smoke. Well, I'm going to try to flag down the bartender. Jay, do you want anything? Maybe just like a hot water with a little lemon? It's a dive bar, but I'll ask. I really appreciate it, thank you. Tina, I have to be honest with you. Uh, oh, okay. Partially because I respect you and you deserve honesty, but partially because honesty is the only language I'm fluent in. Okay. Um, thanks? No thanks necessary. 
Okay. Are you are you gonna say the the thing? Oh, right, right, right. Of course, of course. I just I find you so alluring as an artist. I mean, your songwriting technique, your presence—it all feels so very unique to me. And I'd love to pick your brain sometime over a locally sourced cup of Java. I know this great little hole in the wall, Highland Park. I, I'm, I'm so sorry. Would you, <clears throat> would you excuse me for a bit? There's no need to beat around the bush. You can say it. What? Tina, we all urinate. No need to be guarded. Oh, that that's not actually. Actually, yes, that's easier. Whoa! Be careful there. What now? You almost knocked your glass off the table. Such a devil-may-care placement of it in the first place. You like to live dangerously, don't you? Oh, yeah. Honestly, I didn't notice. Thought maybe you might have done it on purpose. I wouldn't have blamed you. Sometimes I'll set my drink right on the edge of the table. Because quite frankly, I love the rush. (laughs) Ew. Nope, that's just where I put it. Fascinating. Is it? Well, until we meet again, I'll guard your precariously perched beverage with my life. Please don't. You can keep it. Fucking dick. Nobody tells me to download any apps, regardless of their practicality. Align your chi, Maxie. Align your chi. Your power cords are perfectly powerful. There's a daintiness to the power that is unique. It's not weak, it's unique. It's not meek, it's unique. Hey. Oh, hey. So so you got out of there pretty fast, pretty weirdly fast. (laughs) What are you talking about? I'm breezy. I I just wanted a quick smoke. Uh Uh-huh. Where is that smoke, exactly? Well, you know, uh, I'm edging. (laughs) Look, I don't... I don't like losing my cool. Not in front of people I don't know that well. And, well, I was feeling like that might happen, and I didn't want to break up your guys' good time with musical Wonder Boy there, so I... I excuse myself. Ah, gotcha. So, how's your cool now? Still losing it? I think I found it again. Thanks. You know, I don't want to talk to Musical Wonder Boy any more than you do. Really? It seemed like you were interested. He's got a following. A following that's getting bigger by the day. Joanne thought it would be a good idea to bring him here and see if he'd want to join the collective. That guy? Yeah. Sure, he's a tool. But with our help, you might be able to hold your nose long enough to where you could expand your sphere of influence. Exponentially. More like infinitely. But that's not the kind of guy we want in the collective. You don't want someone with hundreds of thousands of fans? No. Not if they're like that. What we want is real people. People... People like you. I just figured, based on where you guys are at, inauthentic behavior could be excused for the sake of name recognition. Yeah, a a compromise. Compromise 
is good in the grand scheme, but, but I, I think that there are also moments in life where the right thing to do isn't to compromise. I mean, sometimes standing your ground is so important that a lesser version of what you want isn't the right thing to pursue. Instead, what you want is right. The whole want, and I don't want him, I want you. I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean. I, you and Joanne, we want you guys, not, not him. I think we should go to dinner tomorrow night. Oh, okay, uh, like uh, on a- A date, yeah. Oh, great. Uh, I mean, yeah, I would definitely, I, but that, that's a little out of the blue, but- I, Well. It's what I want. First comes the sound, and then the fury. Where we go, we go in a hurry. First comes the sound, and then the fury. Where we go, we go in a hurry. She does it to procreate. Thank you for listening to episode three of the New Noise podcast. Tina, played by Carson Fagerbaki. Joanne, played by Kayla Murray. Max, played by Maxwell Hamilton. Hunter, played by Hunter Porter. Promoter, played by Joey Bertolini. Sound guy, played by James Berardo. Bartender, played by Robert Nagelhout. Jay, played by Adam Applebaum. Created and produced by Hunter Porter. Sound production by Rob Nagelhout. Written and directed by Joey Bertolini. In a hurry.